Hello, everyone. And today I want to talk about a recent experience I had, a recent way or kind of vision that I had about websites. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because for many of us, our website is our home base. Our website is the place that's kind of our playground that we tend to invite our customers to, our prospects to, individuals that are interested in our brand or individuals that we want to help or support. And because this is our playground, our home base, it's very important that you think about your website strategically. So what I want you to do is think about the idea that does your website need a fresh start? If you've had a website for a while, if you put a website up and up because you were like, oh, someone told me I had to do it and I just did it, this may be the time for you to think about a potential fresh start. Now, when I say think about it, I don't want you to think that you have to build a new website tomorrow. I don't want you to think that if you don't get it done, your business won't grow because that's not the point. My point is to make sure that you're thinking strategically about your website because it is a major tool and really asset to your business. And I know for some of you out there that are solopreneurs, many of you that have smaller businesses, and maybe many of you who have done well so far, that often a website can be overlooked for what it can do. Often we can think of a website as the technical kind of pain in our side, or the thing that just requires so much work to maintain that we kind of push it to the side. We either set it up and forget it, or what we do is we do some of the basics and never revisit it again. And today, strategically, I want to challenge you to rethink about your website. I want to challenge you today to go look at your website. If you're somewhere safe right now, you're not running or driving or something, you know, Open up a browser on your phone, on your computer, and look at your website right now. And what I want you to do is look at it and say, does it serve your purpose for your business? Does it serve the purpose for your clients? Does it help you reach more people? Is it allowing you to support people? Is it allowing you to do the things that you need to do for your business? And if in any way there's some question marks around it, then we need to talk about how we're going to make those changes. Now, I know with anything, if we ask some of those questions, you can always get a yes back. There's always improvement and there's always an opportunity to do more. But what I want to do is if you haven't redesigned, if you haven't launched a website, or if you haven't looked at your website as far as from a perspective of business growth, from a perspective of how can it help me better serve my customers, then I want you to take a moment to do that now. I want you to think about that now and think about when you would potentially address it. Now, like I said, maybe something you do towards the end of the year. Maybe it's something you plan to do next year. It doesn't have to be, as they say, a knee-jerk reaction and something you get done right away. But I do think it's something that as business owners, every year we should be looking at our website and making sure that it serves the purposes that we have for our business and that it supports us to actually achieve the goals that we have for the year, all right? Now, once you figure out that maybe I could use a little bit of work, maybe I could maybe make some updates, maybe my website doesn't help me get there. 
before you spin into a all out redesign, before you think that, oh my goodness, I have to trash what I have, because that's not what Stephanie is saying to you today. What I want you to do is sit down and start to go through a little bit of an analysis and think about some principles that can help you through this process. Now, I bring this up because I went through this process. I went through this process this year. We actually have launched a new website. And even to this day, we're still making changes to it because I approached my website redesign totally different than I had in the past. And what I thought would be a great topic for today is for me to share that process with you, is to share what I went through, what I learned, because I've been doing different websites or our own websites for years. I've had different websites for different purposes, different websites that I created because I was frustrated, I was being short-sighted, different websites when I was being strategic, what ended up happening, and really kind of the website we have now that I'm very, very proud of and the work that we did to get there. So Let's talk about those things. Let's talk about websites and talk about some of the main principles that you should use as you consider either designing a website for the first time or redesigning your website. All right. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is the purpose of your website. Now, I want to make sure we define it. Now, the reason I bring this up, I know for a lot of people, it's like, well, it's just a website, right? Yes, it's just a website, but websites can do all different types of things. Websites can be portals where people log into it and they access content and information. So whether you're looking for a website, that's going to be the place where people can access, you know, maybe your courses or maybe your support materials. Or is your website really your e-commerce hub? Is this where people are going in and buying products and services on the site? Or is your site really designed more for informational purposes, meaning most of your sales are going to be happening kind of outside of the website. What I mean by that is if you're a coach, as an example, um, you're not doing major selling on the site. Maybe someone sets up a discovery call with you. Um, and then from that discovery call, the sales process happens outside of the website. Therefore, the website is more designed to give people background on who you are, background on how you can help them. It lists out your services and your information. Maybe you're building a website that's going to be content-based. You want to use that site to help people get educated, help people transition. So therefore, you're publishing recipes, you're publishing articles, you're publishing videos. We really need to understand what's the purpose of your site. And one thing I want you to do when you're thinking about this redesign, when you're thinking strategically about your website, is I want you to find not only the purpose of the website, not independently of your business, but how does your website's purpose feed into your goals for this year? So if you're watching this either live or you're watching this as a replay, I want to encourage you to jump into the comments and I want you to say, what would you do with your website? And if you don't want to share, you can just mentally make this note or say it out loud where you are. But what could happen? What could you put in your website? What could you change in your website? What would need to be in your website to help support your goals this year? What can, I want you to kind of think about your marketing and the website is really a marketing tool, is that I want you to think of your website as an enabling tool as opposed to its own destination and tool. The reason I say that is for a lot of people they get caught up in blogs and you know, just putting content and content and content on a site. And while it's great to have content, if we can't figure out 
how the content that you're creating supports the overall vision and goals for your business, what can happen is you can get fatigued with creating all that content. You can get fatigued for maintaining this website. You can get fatigued for all the work you're doing because what happens is your marketing, there's no connection between them. So therefore, we want to make sure that if you're building a website with a lot of content on it, how is that content driving sales? How does that content support your customers? How does that content make people aware of your products and services? What is its purpose? And when you start to define that, start to write that down and have a sense of it, it will make it easier for you to pick and choose what stays on your website, what you build for your website, and what you need to create or add to an existing website. Now, does that make sense to everyone? If not, you know, you can always post it in the comments. Even if you're not joining us live, I can always check them out. But I want to make sure you dig deep on this purpose concept because it's so important that your website has a role that's significant in your business and has a role that you can measure because websites cost money. Websites can get expensive. And even if you do it yourself, it will cost you time. And I want to make sure that if you're going to invest however much money, 500, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, whatever number it is into your website, I want you to get a return on it. And the only way to get a return is if we understand in advance what you expect to get back from that website. And when I say expect to get back, I don't mean that in a selfish, I don't mean that in a short-sighted way. It can be strategic. It can be something that's long-term. It's just that I want to have that in your mind and in your perspective before you start. Hey, Thoris, thanks so much for joining. I'm glad you said that makes sense. All right, so let's jump over to the next item. Now that we know what our purpose is, what I want you to do, especially for anyone who has a website out there right now or someone who is maybe starting with your first website, I want you to make sure that your website becomes a fixer for chronic issues with your website. So if you've had an issue in your website, people have a hard time navigating and finding information, then what I want to make sure you do is when you're building this new website, when you're considering creating a new website, then one of your top priorities, it's not about how beautiful it looks. It's not about, can I add this? or Should I put this in there? Or I saw this on someone else's website. It's actually a solution to the issue. So I'll give you an example for us that we use this year when we build our website. One of the biggest issues we have is that people couldn't find all of our content. I had webinars that I was creating. I do live sessions like this. We turn these into podcasts. We also have like guides that you can download that are like PDFs that people can kind of comb through as far as content and information. And what was happening is I had all this information kind of in all different locations. Now I had them organized in subdomains and I had individual sites for them. And while in the navigation, someone could click a button and go to that respective site and grab a webinar go to that respective site and grab a guide, go to that respective site and look at a podcast. One of the things that we fixed, which I kind of considered a little bit of a breakdown of the strategy that we put in set in place into the website is that now we put all the content on one site. And by having it all on one domain, the key solution that we were able to put in place is what they call a global search. So now someone can type in one single word, 
Someone can type in one thing in the search bar and what it will return to them is any content that I created based on that word. So if you type in email, it will bring up any webinar I've done, any podcast I've done, any guide I've done for email. If you're looking for something for social media, if you type in Instagram, it will bring up any webinar I've done, any podcasts I've done, any articles I've written, all of those things. And I bring this up because I want you to start to think about your website as a solution tool, as a problem-solving tool for your business. And what it can do is sometimes help you because the reality was I wasn't trying to make it hard before. My strategy before wasn't a horrible strategy. It's just that over the years, I grew in the amount of content that I had. Over the years, I started creating content in different ways. So when it was time to do a redesign, I had looked at my list of challenges, my list of issues, the things that I felt troubled by with my existing website. And we sat down and said, does the new website help solve those issues? Now, I don't want to make it sound like it's always an easy decision. I was very, very fortunate to have someone who helped me with my website design. And in some ways, I was a little bit resistant to let go of my old strategy. She really had to work with me, maybe do a few arm wrestling matches to get me more comfortable with this approach. But as we talked through it, as we talked through the benefits of it, and as we started to talk through my purpose, my goal, what I really wanted to do for my business, it made sense to bring all that information and that content together because it not only solved issues for me, but it went back to my original purpose, which was, which was to help people be able to find all of our content and for people to realize that we are source for them and their vegan business. Makes sense? So if you teach people how, maybe your fitness instructor, what we want to do is make sure your current website or your new website helps people find that content find those resources, find that information, and that new content, that new website can manage all these different formats that we use. That was one of our challenges. You know, I do some things in video, some things in audio, some things are written down in text. And being able to put that all in one playground can be hard when it comes to a website. And that's why it's important that your website solves those issues and makes it easy for people to consume content in the way that it was originally created. All right. Now, I want to make sure you do the same thing. So if you're doing a website redesign, I want you to create what I call an issue log. And this can just be a sheet of paper. This can be a section, a project management tool. This could be a Google Doc. And what I want you to do is over the next couple of weeks, look at your website, look at emails that you've received from your website. If you have family and friends, ask them to go to your website and let them and ask them what they like about your site and what are the some of the things that they've seen on other sites that they wish your site incorporated. Start to create that list of what are some of these challenges? What's that wish list? So that you make sure that your website isn't just about how beautiful and nice it can be, it can truly solve some of those issues in the long run, all right? And then the last thing I want to talk about as far as principles, you know, I talk about these kind of three principles that can guide you through this process, is making sure that you invest in a really good website. Now, when I say invest in a really good website, I don't mean spending a ton of money. I don't mean that the more you spend, the better the website is. That is absolutely not the case. What I want you to do when I talk about investing in a good website 
is when you invest in a website that has purpose, invest in a website that's streamlined, and at times invest in a site knowing that this is not your final website. What you can do is scope out a website that can not only kind of look good and represent your brand well, but a website that gets you a return on your investment. And therefore, it might mean your website may only cost you $1,000, $2,000. It may be really reasonable because when we start to apply this idea of how does this help support my goals, that if you're trying to grow your business or brand, if you're trying to reach new customers, if you're trying to drive more awareness about what you're doing um, around your product and services, if you're trying to do more education or content marketing, what we want to be able to say is, based on those things that we add to the site, what type of return do I expect? Do I expect more traffic to my site? Do I expect more people signing up for discovery calls or assessment calls? Do I expect more people to come to my shopping cart page and put more products and services into the shopping cart? Am I expecting more people to sign up for my subscription? What are you expecting from the changes that you're putting in place for your website? And yes, I know some of the changes may just be you know, logos and colors and things like that. Or maybe you changed over your logo and we have to make some of those changes. That's stuff that has to happen. But I want to make sure that you have one or two signature things that you are trying to achieve with your website that can be linked to some type of return on investment so that you can make the decision really kind of more financially and more from an investor standpoint of saying, I want to spend this on the website because I think this new website can help me get this type of return on investment. Not just more means more. I want you to really be able to say, if I'm able to drive this content or put this content on the site, because of this content, this content will mean that more people are going to this site. This page on the site is a site that's designed to convert people over to meetings, to calls, to discovery calls, to this, this content or information on the site is going to help me sell my product. So if I get more traffic over here, people seeing it, I'm going to put some promotional material on that content that's going to get more people interested in buying the content. You know, that kind of little bit of strategy in place. If you have that written down, and if you can document that, then you can say, I want to invest 2000 because by making this change, I believe I'll be able to get one new customer per month. Because of this change, I think I'll be able to sell five new subscriptions per month. Because of this change, I think I'm going to be able to sell 20 more products this month. Because of this change, I'm going to be able to book three more clients this each month. I want you to be able to ground that decision and investment in your website into an actual monetary number so that once you've finished the launch, once you've gotten things up and running, you can look back and see if investing in a good website actually did pay off. Now, the other reason I bring that up is that when you're trying to decide, should I spend more and build a bigger website? By doing this kind of analysis, what I tell most people is to think about your website as kind of a 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, and so forth version. So therefore, when you're making a change now, 
Or if anyone out there is doing a brand new website, you're a new business, you're just getting started, what I want you to do is say, I'm going to do a minimal investment now to get an initial payoff and know that in the future, I'm going to continue to invest in my website so I can get that additional payoff. So therefore, therefore, you're not expecting to put everything into your website to get everything back. Instead, you say 1.0, investment this, expectation or payoff is X. Investment number two is this, and then payoff is that. And therefore, you start to see your website as not just the last website redesign I'm ever going to do. You start to see your website as something that's iterative, that's something that you develop over time, something that grows with you. And you start to see it like a marketing tool, like you would see email marketing, like you would see social media, like you see content marketing, affiliate marketing, advertisement, all of these things, you change and grow over time. You get better and better at them. And the same thing goes for your website. Your website will be a tool that you're going to develop over time. So invest some, get a payout, invest again and get a payout. Now, when I say that, you're like, well, social media, Stephanie, that moves pretty fast. I'm investing a little bit, changing, investing a little bit and changing. How often should I be looking at my website and updating my website? For me, I like to build a strong base website. And what I mean by that, it's total different look and feel, total different maybe approach, maybe strategically where I do a really heavy lift. I'm probably looking at that once every two to three years. In between that time is when I'm doing version control. So in between that time, maybe once every three to six months, I'm going to do upgrades to that site to improve it. Small investments, payoffs, small investments, and then payoffs. So when I look at my website right now, and if I had to kind of guess the direction that I was going, my big pay, my big investment is right now. And our, we launched the site, I think it was in March. Um, so we're making some of our tweaks right now. We're making still changes. And I bring that up because we launched it in March, but we're taking these next few months to kind of enhance it, finish all of them. And also, this is one thing I've learned over the years is I used to try to launch a website all at once and do everything at once. But what I've learned over the years is that I really should spread this launch out because of time. But what I'm doing now is I really feel like probably in the next 30 days, this website will be locked in. And then from there, what I would probably see is another update happening at the end of this year, beginning of next year. Same thing next year, maybe around June, we'll do an update and then we'll do another update in December. So almost every six months, maybe a little bit sooner if I have some other options, but every six months, I see most of us doing some tweaks, some problem solving, some slight updates to our main website so that we can get from 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 and so forth. All right. That's what I would recommend. Those are the principles that I would use when you're building a website. So whether you're just getting started right now, whether you're planning to do a website um, in the future, or maybe maybe today's session got you thinking about your website, I want you to make sure that you're using these principles when you're building your site so that A, you don't overinvest or that you don't invest without getting a return. Or worst case, we build a website that doesn't have the kind of a definition around the purpose. What I want to do today is inspire you to think of your website a little bit differently 
get excited about your website again, and think about how your website can truly be an asset for you so that as you build your business, as you grow your business, as you expand your reach, as you create more content, this playground that you build around your business, which is your website, can truly be a tool that drives purpose, drives growth, and helps you continually have an amazing fresh start. All right. Thank you everyone for joining us, whether you joined us live or joined us as a replay. I always love having everyone here. It's so great to see um, everyone. It's great to see your comments. Feel free to post them as a replay. And if you're listening to this as part of our podcast series, I'd so appreciate you taking a few minutes to hang out with me and get this inspiration around your website. And I look forward to seeing you in our next edition of Spark. Bye.